Welcome to Will It Game, the podcast about creating crappy board games from one board family. This is your host, Ryan Gutowski, joined as always by Rick White. Ryan, it's good to be back to Will It Game. I feel like some sort of weird cowboy that has no cow, no horse, lives in the city, and everything's modern, and I'm getting back on the horse again right now. What just happened? I've lost the analogy and the metaphor a um, while back. So It was good. Cow- I could see it in my head. Okay, yeah. Are you basically, is this like... Uh, Midnight Cowboy is that what's happening? Like, let's make a reference a to a movie uh, yeah. like that's really old that nobody will you know really catch. I think that's my mom made me watch that movie over and over when I was a kid. That's so. that's very concerning. <laughs> I'm very, I have a lot <laughs> I think, of questions. Hold on, no officer and a gentleman is that the one? <laughs> Midnight Cowboy is a very different movie. From it that. is a different movie. Okay, it's, I think it's all for his, yeah, Officer and Gentleman. That's the one that my mom made. Midnight Cowboy is the Hey, I'm Walking Here movie. That is oh, okay. such a very, very different. <laughs> so in my head, they were the same movie. <laughs> anyway, we're back at it. This is Will a Game. What can you expect from this episode? You can expect two terrible board game pitches and one amazing uh, guest judge. Let's introduce her. Uh, for Tessa Elise, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys doing? Was it difficult listening to that comedy gold of us tripping over our own words and analogies <laughs> and our stupidity without saying nope. anything? No, no, I was in it. I was, I was envisioning it. I was trying to paint it, you know, but they were like little doodles. I couldn't quite paint it, but I was getting there. Cortez, do you at least understand the difference between the movies Midnight Cowboy and an officer and a gentleman? (laughs) See, the beautiful thing is I haven't seen either. So it was all free space for me, you know? Oh, so you just, you had like a cowboy and a naval officer and some other person, he probably had a mustache. I don't know. It yes, was the 80s. You know. Yeah, yeah I just thought them. it was a Star Trek episode gone wrong, you know? I was like, okay. Definitely. We're just, Definitely. We're just in the machine. Let's go. That sounds legit. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> so good. This is good. If anybody out there, we don't have enough listeners that this exists, but if anybody does animation and you got nothing to do, you should animate what we just said. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, this is Will It Game. For Tessa, uh, we ran over like what this show is and the uh, absolute disaster that it's going to be 15 minutes from now. And um, for Tessa, do you feel like you are able to uh, take these two board game pitches and judge accurately? Yes. Absolutely prepared. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So for Tessa, how would people know you if, uh, if let's say uh, there's a board gamer out there, they've got headphones on and they're listening to this show. They're like, I know that name. Where do I know that mm-hmm. name from? Where would they know you from? You would know me for uh, being a game producer at Funko Games and also for um, designing Book of Villainy and Wicked and Wise and co-designing Mansplaining. Oh, yeah. So... Um, I love Book of Villainy. You can check out our full preview. It's going to be in the show notes. Uh, Book of Villainy is super fun. And my daughter was rolling on some of the, some of the, uh, writing in that game. And it's just a, a really cool game. 
really fun. So thank you, thank you. Awesome. Really fun and and to avoid to avoid either of us mansplaining, would you like to kind of share a little bit about that game? Yes, sure. About, about book of villainy or mansplaining? About mansplaining. Uh, about mansplaining. mansplaining. Oh yes. <laughs> so mansplaining is where you have to explain how to do something in 60 seconds while slipping in four different words. Uh, You're going to draw four random words, uh, cards, and then you have to look at them and say, you have to explain how to tie your shoe, but you have to insert astronaut charcuterie, uh, princess and uh, lizard. And you have to make it seem natural (laughs) while explaining how to tie your shoe and your captive audience has to guess what your topic is, but you're trying to keep them from guessing what those four random words are. And that's mansplaining. So this and is you... essentially just me talking to my wife every day. <laughs> yeah. oh, Probably. I didn't yeah. know this could be a game. And that game yes. was um, co-designed with our buddy Mondo. Um, yes. And... For Tessa, you and I have met at one of our Clarkston meetups back when you were awesome and lived in Atlanta. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. But, but those days are it's those fine. days are gone, unfortunately. But uh, they are oh. gone. They are. Oh. Uh, I miss those days, but it's okay because now I'm on the best coast, West Coast, and um, whoa, whoa, whoa! You, you whoa. changed so quickly. You changed. Whoa. <laughs> Oh man, it hurts the yes. heart. Yeah, oh, it's man. terrible. I just, you know, uh-huh. got <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Well, let's get into this thing. We've got two board game pitches that are going to be fantastic for Tessa. And uh, mm-hmm. because we allow our guest judge to pick the theme, your theme was medium weight sloth game. Yes. So let me just go ahead and tell you I racked my brain for all of eight minutes. Uh, originally trying to come Mm -hmm. up with a sloth game that dealt with the weight of sloths and Mm -hmm. every one of them was defensive. (laughs) So what you're not going to hear from me today is a game about the weight of sloths. So Uh, I was trying, I was trying really hard (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't know. I was trying to set a trap for you to like, really listen, this guy, he hates, Sloths, yeah. and he calls them overweight. And yeah, exactly. So uh, I was ready for to, anything. Well, when you when you write down medium weight sloth game, I'm like, does she mean a sloth game about medium weight sloths, or is this like a BGG ranking? You know, <laughs> I didn't know what you meant. So anyway, it was open. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just go with a sloth game that has mm-hmm. a medium ranking on BGG. Mm-hmm. So my pitch is a game called Slow but Tasty. This is not create that title was not mine, but my daughter's. She's thirteen. Please don't pick on her. Anyway, <laughs> there's enough bullying happening in our helm. Uh, anyway, so Slow but Tasty is a game about your uh, candy company that is run with sloths. Uh, this candy company is world renowned. Everybody knows it for its delicious uh, taffies and hard candies and chocolates that come off the conveyor belt. The only problem is that 
sloths are the ones they are that are on the conveyor belt. It's it's kind of an awkward working situation, and there are a lot of demands that these sloths have. Anyway, mm-hmm. in slow but tasty, players are going to have a basically a crew of starter sloths uh, that they're going to put on their own player board. The player boards are basically your uh, conveyor belts. You're going to start a piece of candy or chocolate or whatever you're producing at one end of the conveyor belt, and it's got to go all the way from the left to the right during the course of a round. You're going to play a total of five rounds, and the game supports up to four players. Mm-hmm. So everybody has their starter slots, and as you do, you assign the starter slots to the different positions on the conveyor belt. There's going to be like four up top and four down below. The only problem is slots work really slow. We know this about them. Discovery Channel has told us about this problem. Mm -hmm. And as you draft candy at the beginning of each workday, you draft candy from the middle of the table. Each candy takes a certain amount of workforce to produce. So your peppermints may take a total of maybe six sloths to work through. You start the peppermints at one side and you choose which sloths are going to hit that uh, hit that peppermint candy so that it doesn't fall off at the end of the conveyor belt unfinished. Mm-hmm. Now, when you use a sloth, you're going to flip the sloth over to its tired side and then after it works a second time on a second piece of candy, that sloth, because of union rules, has to take a break. So he's mm-hmm. going to come off of your board. So essentially, this is a time management and sloth management game where you don't want to tire out too many sloths and deplete your workforce before all of that candy is done through the conveyor belt. In between rounds, you're going to be able to spend the money that you get from the candy that's on the opposite side of the candy uh, tokens. You're going to be able to spend that money on new slot, hiring new sloths um, or even little added equipment pieces to your conveyor belt. What's cool about this game is you're going to be able to stack sloths in a puzzle-like way. The sloth, to- uh, the sloth uh, cardboard pieces actually connect kind of like the edges of a puzzle and you're able to stack three sloths on top of each other basically to make a sloth make a stack of sloths that work three times faster than a regular sloth this game just like in nature just like in nature we see it on discovery channel all the time this game is slow but tasty all right very nice there's a lot to take in there for tessa do I, do I get to ask questions now yeah. or do I wait for ask, the second pitch? No, okay. ask all the questions you've got. I've got all the answers. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> so first question, let's just make sure are we, we're feeding the sloths or it's just their job to eat this candy. They're making the candy. Oh, they That's are why making the yeah. candy. Okay. Yeah. They're okay. slow. All right. But that candy that they make, it's tasty. See, at first I thought you were going to pitch a game where we ate sloths, which I was really thinking that was a bold choice, but um, it's something you did not go that direction. I learned learned my lesson when I uh, had a hunting game and we had uh, Elizabeth Hargrave on. That was a mistake. You can listen to that at OneBoardFamily.com. Yes, wonderful. That was not a good choice. She probably won't come back on the show. No. So let's see. Our next question will be, what happens if the sloth gets to the end of the conveyor belt before finishing something? 
So the candy, so the candy's going down the conveyor belt with the slots mm-hmm. on both sides. So if mm-hmm. the candy falls off before it's finished, because each candy has like a, a like your chocolates are going to take a little longer, your taffy's going to take longer than hard candy. And so mm-hmm. if it doesn't get enough workers assigned to it, mm-hmm. the candy will fall off and not be worth anything. So okay. it's basically busted product. Yep. So, oh. so it's, it's kind of the management, the, the time management aspect is mm-hmm. when you draft your candy, are you aware of how many slots did you do the addition and subtraction of how many slots it's going to take to do all that candy and are mm-hmm. your estimates right? So, mm, okay. Okay. Um, another super important question. Mm-hmm. Um, did, will you call the triple stack of sloths, a bed of sloths, as a group of sloths are called? Or is it of course. a nice name? Yes. No, no, a bed of sloths. That's, uh, I thought it was implied. I, I, you're right, Fertessa. <laughs> We're talking to people who may be riding a bus or a train, or mm-hmm. maybe they're in a limousine somewhere. They may not know about the mm-hmm. terms that sloths use, a bed of sloths, of course. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, no. How just... often do sloths hang out? Like, that's my question. <laughs> like, I've never seen a video where there's more than one of them, even like of a... And I actually, another thing I've never seen a video of is a baby sloth. Do they exist or do they come out just like, are they hatched as full-grown humans? Or oh, human I have seen I baby have... sloths and they are adorable. Oh, wow. Um, oh. Yes. Uh, don't mind me, I'll Google it real quick. That's fine. <laughs> he, he was half paying attention anyway. I appreciate you saying half. That was that's very generous of you. Generous. <laughs> they are really cute. Oh my gosh, they're right. adorable. Exactly. Wow. So this uh, this this uh, this game. What yes. what is your ideal game duration? What what's the uh, player count? You think? Yeah. So four up to four players. It plays mm-hmm. ideally at two to. Two to four because you've got this drafting element. You you know mm-hmm. you want a little bit of choice. Uh, you know from the what candies you're going to draft from the middle of the table to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, each round is probably going to take from the drafting aspect to the manage how many slots because that's kind of you draft. Everybody drafts in turn order, but then you can manage your slots. You kind of put them on your board however you want. Kind of like mm-hmm. a quacks a Quedlinburg thing. It's all simultaneous. Mm -hmm. And then it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm starting my production. And Mm -hmm. then you go through the stages. I would say, I would say 45 minute game because you're playing Mm -hmm. five rounds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then, um, what is the difference between the starter slots and the ones that you get later? Your upgrade slots. So the starter slots is the name of my band. Great just upgrade slots. So your starter yeah. your starter slots actually um some of them it's it's gonna be a situation where everybody gets the exact same quantity, but some of them will only have a tired side. Okay, so they'll mm-hmm. only be able to work one shift. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you need slots that are gonna be able to power through, do two shifts, basically do two production things and then be be able to take their union break, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Well, before before Ryan makes this game any better, I think I should pitch. Like, I'm starting to get scared that yes. he's developing the full game. Right. Um, <laughs> Slow but tasty. Also, also Ryan, I would like 
I would like to throw out a joke just for me, you, and Bob and Aaron. Um, the previous name on my band names list is Doodoo Lizard. Okay, um, so <laughs> just just throw uh, that out there. I'm for glad you. that oh, no geez. one else will get that. All right, no one else. Um, so go again to my pitch. We'll go ahead and say I might have misunderstood the theme, but we'll go with it anyways. Um, we all know that going through this life can be challenging at times. Bills mm-hmm. to pay, jobs to work the daily grind can be unbearable. And it's probably a lot harder if you happen to be a grown man-child that has been adopted by a little boy after the rest of your family has tried to murder children. I mean, I think we can all agree with that. This game is called Hey You Guys, and it's about Sloth, one of the characters from The Goonies. (laughs) What are you pitching, Rick? (laughs) What what are you talking about? What are you talking about? All right, so, so as we know, Sloth is the giant what you at first consider to be a monster from the movie, the Goonies who is chained up and then eventually befriends the Goonies and, you know, chunk decides he's going to take him home to live with him. You know, that guy, everybody knows sloth. So in this game, you'll be going through three rounds of card drafting, trying to come up with the best life that you can for sloth. Each card will feature something that is a way for sloth to get ahead in life. Some of the cards will feature him getting a job or developing a relationship or maybe just buying a new shirt because that Superman one has got to be gross by this point. Each card will earn you a specific number of points that suggest how much they help Sloth take control of his own life. Uh, The cards will build upon each other from round to round, kind of like in Seven Wonders Duel, um, and some may be risky to draw if you can't build on them. So maybe a first round card has you trying to quit eating so many Baby Ruth candy bars And at first he's going into withdrawals and he'll lose points. But if you manage to get the break free card in the third round that plays on top of that card, you'll get lots of positive points. Or maybe it's that you stand up to Chunk, who I guess is your adoptive father, even though he's younger than you. Uh, That could be a big negative. But if you manage to get the emancipation card by the end of the game, that'll be worth big points. The game is played over three rounds, and whoever has developed the best life for Sloth by the end of the third round oh wins. Oh, my goodness. And that is, hey, you guys, you're welcome. This for is a terrifying. Pitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that is entirely a different version of Sloth, but that is a respectable interpretation of it. Oh, yes. respectable. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Something you haven't been called in years. Yeah, I know. I, I'm kind of weeping over here. Sorry. Just <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, what what do you see the uh, the player count and the duration being for this game? Well, there's not a lot of questions. I know because it's so great, but um, I'm seeing <laughs> like kind of like a sushi go seven wonders feel. So, like four to six is probably your sweet spot um, for mm-hmm. the game. Well. We'll, we'll throw in some solo rules because you have to, right? Um, and, and, and then, <laughs> because of those uh, people on the internet. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. We're becoming those people, you and I. I know. It's, it's getting dangerous. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, four to six is probably your sweet spot. And we'll say 15, 20 minutes if, if, mm-hmm. if you're taking your time. But hopefully it won't take that long. Mm-hmm. And, and what do you see the expansion potential being for this? You know what? That is a great question. I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think <laughs> one thing we could add in. I thought ex- about it. Yeah, totally. Um, was 
was having some sort of reconciliation with your with your mother who you know mm-hmm. got arrested at the end of the movie um again for murder trying to murder children um mm-hmm. so it's trying to see can you repair that relationship or perhaps mm-hmm. it's having sloth go on his own treasure hunt who knows um and then maybe there are cards that we add in that are it's the chunk expa- expansion that are very specific to chunk and have him play a bigger role in the So you're uh, telling me the, the expansion game. is is Sloth talking to Mama Fratelli through a telephone <laughs> and glass at the local yeah. state pen. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. That that okay. sounds legit. Yeah. I'd play that. Perhaps it's develop perhaps it's developing uh, a corporate sponsorship from Baby Ruth oh um in which you become the spokesman. I don't know. Like there, the I think the possibilities are endless. Is what I'm trying to say here, um, and we figure out what the fans want. You know, in the Kickstarter, we'll run a fan poll, um, mm-hmm. and it'll be great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. That oh, stretch tough. goals, uh, melted baby Ruth in each box. Ooh, <laughs> difficult yeah. but ambitious. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, I and... would like that to be on the box, please. On the box <laughs> at the bottom of it. I want the box quote to be difficult but ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, yes. So your vision, your vision for this game. Talk to me about the art. Are we thinking high fantasy or are we thinking anime or like more of a, uh, what do you call it? Impressionist? Talk to me. <laughs> I, I would love an impressionist version of this. That would <laughs> definitely be amazing. Um, I'm kind of envisioning almost like a comic book style um, approach using a lot of the imagery from the Goonies movie um, mm-hmm. but like also having a different spin because this is almost like a not a sequel but like you're you're doing the the after you know the epilogue here what what happens to sloth you know he doesn't want to just live with a child for it's not going to be socially acceptable for a long period of time so we've got to get him out there uh, on his mm-hmm. own and help him start to run his own life um, so it, it will have that feel of the goonies but also kind of not just be, we don't want to include just pictures from the movie because this is its own story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so are all the players playing as Sloth? Yes. You're all trying to make okay. your, or perhaps you could maybe think of it as like your, your, your Sloth's life coach and you're trying to encourage him mm. to have the best life he can have. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how would you determine who gave him the best life? So each card will have a certain amount of points on it. And so whichever mm-hmm. one has the most points, that'll be, uh, that'll be the winner. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. And then I think, uh, my last question is what, what is the title of this, uh, masterpiece? It was, Hey, you guys, um, oh. the, which is, mm-hmm. you know, the big statement from the Goonies, um, mm-hmm. doesn't really apply very well, but we're going to go with it. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you. Wonderful. All right. For Tessa, this is uh this is a lot. A lot to take mm-hmm. in. And so mm-hmm. you may you may need to breathe deep before you make this decision. Um it is gonna impact <laughs> the rest of your days. So um for Tessa as our guest judge, we're asking which of these were the least crappy pitch. Mm. That 
that was difficult. That's very difficult um, because I got some very colorful ideas, you know, mm. and mm. they came from two different directions and mm-hmm. Molly walked mm-hmm. me right there with that ingenuity. So <laughs> I think, I think though, what really sits on my soul is the actual mm-hmm. sloth, you know, slow, but tasty because I, it plays on both my love for sweets but mm. even bigger, my love for sloths. Mm. Like, think mm. of the potential of all the the sloth art. You know, that yeah, the world yeah. hasn't been introduced to yet. So, yeah, yeah. yeah the the cardboard, the stackable cardboard sloths. It's just mm-hmm. not. It's not one sloth being replicated over and over. This is unique mm-hmm. sloth art on every yes. cardboard chit. It's going to be really good. Very so. Very yeah. important. Yeah. Very costly. But very good. So. Yeah, it'll be worth, worth it. it. It's going to be mm-hmm. worth it, definitely. So yeah. slow but tasty is your is your winner this week for Tessa. Thank you so much. So, and I do have that check. Uh, it it whoa, may not be whoa, going to what what it may not be going here? to the right place. I still have an Atlanta address, but we'll handle that after the show. <laughs> Anyway, for Tessa, yes. why don't you tell us about uh, Book of Villainy? If you're listening to this before, uh, what is July? Is it July? What is the end of the campaign? It's July 1st. July 1st. Okay, so if you're listening mm-hmm. to this before July 1st, Book of Villainy is still on Kickstarter. You need to jump on that. Uh, we've got a full preview at One Board Family. Tell us about Book of Villainy. Tell us why uh, why people should jump on that game. Yeah. So Book of Villainy, you're a villain, but not very good at it. So you decided to write a book about it instead. And if you're like me and you appreciate a very good villain design, um, if you, you know, get unfairly singled out in any uh, uh, identity games because people think you look like you're up to no good, this is the game for you because now everybody will be up to no good. Mm. Um, So, like, if you enjoy some humor in your game and just some really uh, fantastic art, then please check out Book of Villainy. Very cool. Very cool. You all check out Book of Villainy. It's a lot of fun. Gold Seal Games is publishing it, and you're going to be able to jump on the Kickstarter up through July 1st. And then after that, just be sure to stay tuned because this is a game that you definitely want to add to your collection. So for totally. Tessa, thank And you. Hey You Guys will be coming up right behind it. So watch out for <laughs> right, Hey You Guys. Right behind it. We're, we're probably going to have to monitor that email box real closely because I know yeah. a lot of offers are going to be coming in, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Most certainly. Mm-hmm. Rick. Definitely. Rick, we probably need to talk after this episode, bud. Okay? Oh, well, no. Not it's, again. It's okay. <laughs> we, this, you've, you've become used to this talk. Anyway, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Will It Game for Tessa. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And, Rick, thanks so much for uh, being defeated again by me. So, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> thank you for having me. Definitely. Until <laughs> next time, we'll see you at the table. Hey, you guys! Punchboard Media, where we all bring something to the table. Pull up a chair at punchboardmedia.com.